What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Power of Fitness Podcast. Today, today we finally got my man back here in the studio. So today we're going to have a full-length episode, whether that is going to be 30 minutes, 50 minutes, we don't know. We're just going to go with the flow because to be honest with you guys, we don't really got much to talk about. We're just going to talk and we're going to go with the flow. But to begin with, I want to say what's up, man. Welcome back. Tell everybody how you've been, man. Oh, I was great until I got <laughs> fucking tased. Yeah, you heard that right. You got tased, guys. Uh, I have a couple of people that were actually listening to the podcast that watched the video on uh, our Facebook here. They'd be like, when are you going to do an episode with Brian again? I was like, well, when he recovers from getting tasered. Like, what do you mean? I was like, no, he wasn't part of Jackass the movie. Like, you know, shit happens. You know, I'm not going to get into some details there, but yeah, you know. Long story short, I, I wasn't the person that got tased. It was I was hands on with someone when the the prongs of the taser got shot, <laughs> and um, from the nerve damage last year, we kind of got the purple hand again. Yeah, kind of uh, sucks. Kind of sucks. Well, yeah, it does suck. Uh, but you got through it before. I have faith you'll get through it again. Uh, you know, you kind of. We'll just be turned into a lab rat the next couple of weeks to figure out why I don't have any feeling in two of my fingers. So. Yeah. I, you know, I feel pretty good with my life. I don't have any of those problems. So I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Shit happens. The career that I've signed on for, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get injured. It is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, there's not much you can do about it. There's not much I can do about that. I mean, I'm grateful that I still have use of the hand itself and i have full grat but i just have to look at it when i'm holding a pen or anything like that otherwise i don't know i have anything (laughs) in my fucking hand it's an extremely weird uh feeling i couldn't imagine i mean i've had a broken hand before where i couldn't use my hand at all obviously but when it recovered it was hard to use like my two outer fingers like and that was weird because you don't really use them at all so it wasn't really it was weird because, like, you can kind of see, like, my the way I do certain things now. Yep. I grip them differently. Like, so, for example, like, pull-ups. Like, I kind of still grip, like, with just those two fingers. Those, like, my inside fingers. But, like I said, I never lost the grip of the inside. It's, so, it's I can only weird. imagine. It's got to be fucking It weird. is a strange, strange sensation. So, I mean, you can... You can see the color difference even on the camera. You look like a ghost, and then you look like you just got burnt from sun. And it's... <laughs> It comes and goes. I mean, but the only thing that doesn't come and go is the feeling in the two di- uh, the two digits. Yeah. I have they did a strength test on it. I have the strength in it, but one of the things they did do is a um, they took like this caliber thing that had two prongs on it and one prong. And they're like, close your eyes. They shocked you with it, right? No, they were fucking sitting there, so they were going like hitting the fingers. So I have feeling in these two yeah. fingers. I was banking off of them hitting the fingers so hard that I could tell which how many prongs it was hitting because it was hitting the other fingers. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't no. touch it. Jesus. But yeah, so yeah, so we well, get to I get to deal with that for the next upcoming couple of weeks. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they figure well, out. Well, I will say this. I will say this. You know, uh, I I know throughout the winter you've been having issues with it. It kind of sucked when it's cold. Yeah. So hopefully, knock on wood, the cold weather's going away. Hopefully, uh, we got next week's gonna be warm. But the week after that might be 30 degrees. Yeah, it might be but, snowing again. Yeah, yeah. Spring's coming. Summer's coming. So hopefully, you know, it feels better during that. You know, you kind of remind. it kind of reminds me of uh, people that do, like, chemo. Mm-hmm. When, like, when it gets cold out, their feet get yep. numb. And they don't really feel their hands, their tips of their fingers. 
So it's like I'm curious to see what they actually find out when they're doing your your study on you because like it's a little scary, it, you know it it is because it's your nerves. Yep. Like you can do a lot of stuff with your muscles or your ligaments. You can fix mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like your nerves, man. Like you got to order well done steaks, and that kind of <laughs> sucks. <laughs> you know, I will say this. Like. I give you credit for being able to laugh about it and, you know, at the same time, not laughing about it, you know, but like still having that attitude and that mantra of of being you. Like a lot of people, they go through little baby shit compared to what you're going through and they just turn into a complete asshole all the time. They're always negative. And I said it to you the other day, it's like, like, it's amazing how like you're always extremely positive and you always have something going the fuck on. Like, seriously. You know, it's there, crazy. There's, there's always something in my family that is going on, and it's something that we always like deal with and take it on the chin, and try to continue pushing forward. I, I think the biggest thing was, like I said, first, the first uh, podcast we ever did, we talked about the family and our, our traits and everything. I mean, I watched my dad go through cancer, and he took that on the chin when I was in the third grade. And it's just like any time that you can make a joke about it to make yourself feel better. May not make the people around you feel better, but it's like it's that concept of coming to terms. Yeah. He didn't know if he was gonna make it or not. And he was joking about dying and everything else. And it was just like it it was fucked up, but at the time that's how you cope. And for this it's people people tell me all the time, it's like, yeah, you're probably getting thirty two because they were talking about that last year, about yeah. thirty two and me. And it's just like that's not something you want to hear early on in your career. Definitely not something you want to hear when your yeah. whole mindset was for helping people and everything else. But, you know, like I said it kind of a little bit in the last podcast, like a lot of people, they deal with their pain in a negative way. When you deal with your pain in a positive way, but you still understand the negative is there, the situation is still there, you're not blinded by it. Mm-hmm. But you move forward in a positive way and you learn that, you know, some things you don't control, some things you can't just say, hey, let's flick it off. You know, in this situation you're going through... You said, like, you might get 32 and you might not be able to go back and you want to help people. But, like, other like people don't realize that there's still other ways for you to help people. And you do realize that. So the fact that you're going through this, even though it sucks, and, you know, you might not know what happens. And if, God forbid, that does happen, that you might get 32, you're not going to stop being the person you are. And you're going to find another path to be able to actually help people because that's who you are. And, I mean, that's ultimately the goal is if you always have a plan B. And that was one of the biggest things that was like... Sometimes plan B is just keep moving. That's the the thing. It's, yeah, you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have sometimes shitty weeks. And we've all had it. We've all had it. I feel like there's always... There's always something going on that makes it happen. Yep. Absolutely. Like, if you go through a day without something bad not happening, you're one of the luckiest people in the world because... That's for sure. Something bad happens, whether it's really small or huge. Something bad happens every single day, like, to myself, like... You know, and the the thing is, like, you got to understand it and yep. you got to push forward. So when the big things happen that are bad like this, you got that mantra where you know, got to keep going, man. Got to keep going because, like, if you feel sorry for yourself, then there ain't no forward, you no. know. So it's like, that's why I, I really respect you for what you do and how you do it and how you push forward. And it actually helped me with a lot of my situations. Like, I told you off off ear camera that people are always like, oh, how do you stay so negative when you got shit happening? And I was like, man, I got people in my life that deal with shit that is way worse than what I do. Like, trust me. Like, I might get mad for, you know, my time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, a lot of the bad things that happen to me personally aren't really that important. 
No. So it's... And it's it all depends on how you're brought up, how you, how you deal with things. So one of the biggest things is people don't deal with their own traumas. Yeah. And we've come to terms with... Dude, look at the cap. Never mind. It went... I think there was a stink bug that was sitting on that cap. Shit, fucking bug, bro. <laughs> yeah, there was a bug on the cap. For real? Yeah. I don't know where it went. I don't know. Maybe I'll drink it. But um, we've all come to terms with like our past and everything else. And that's one of the biggest things where people like, they don't. They don't deal with things in a correct manner. I've had exes that um, told me that I didn't come to terms with the passing of my mom. And I'm sitting there going, how how did I not come to terms with it when you guys have no idea how I dealt with it? I mean, there's there's different things when it first happened. Yeah, I was not coming to terms with it, just like how you were with your dad. It was it's one it was one of those things that no one knows how to deal with until you have to deal with it face on. Yeah, for sure. I mean. <clears throat> Do I have it under control more now than I did back then? 100%. But back then, you made a your mom joke. I was punching you in the face. Because one, it's disrespectful. I, I find all those types of fucking jokes disrespectful. Now it's, okay, I'm going to look at you and be like, yo, just fucking cut it out. And if you want to continue it, I'm going to be like, yo, we're going out back. I, I have no problem stating what I have to state. But some people be like, well, you're not dealing with it. Dealing with that in a healthy way. That's not the case. I've dealt with it. I've been able to move on. I've been able to go to a career. I've been able to buy new car, fucking house, and all this other shit. Because I come to terms with my past. I've come to terms with, you can't please everyone. And that's one of like my biggest fucking traits is, I'll drop everything that I'm doing to go help someone else. Even if that means losing sleep, not getting done the stuff that I need to get done. Because I hate the fact of knowing when someone else is in pain. Because I've been there. I've been in that depressed state. I've been in that situation where you feel like nothing's going to go right. Yeah, I know what you mean. And all it takes is that one person to show you that there's a little glimpse of humanity to pull you out of that fucking darkness. Yeah. You know what I have to say about that, though, is what people don't understand about that is because I'm the same way. Yeah. If, like, you need help and I'm sleeping and I hear my phone, most likely I will because I kind of got an – everybody already knows. Like, if I don't answer my phone, I'm either sleeping like I'm really bad or I'm most likely at the gym. Like, Because yep. I don't really answer my phone a lot at the gym, especially on certain days. But, you know, I keep my phone on. Like, I'm always here for people to help, to help for me to help people if they need it. But there's important – there's something you guys got to understand about that. Not everybody is worth helping because they're not actually asking you for help to actually become better. Because like you you said before, people don't deal with their past traumas and a lot of that has to do with their accountability with themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's been people in my life that I have went through fucking doors to help. And every single time, it's the same fucking thing. It's just a circle. So what do you got to do? You can either keep helping them people at the detriment of yourself which is actually going to trickle down and hurt your own sanity. Yep. Or you can say, hey, listen, if something serious happens, you know, I'm here for you. We're family, we're brothers, whatever. But, yo, like until people help themselves, you can't help them fully. So, like, you guys got to distort the difference in that. 
And that's one thing I know for my personal sake has helped me a lot because I used to be the same way where I, you know, I'll help you out. I'll do this. You need to get some money. All right. I, I worked 100 hours just to make this to pay my bills to have extra. Sure, I'll give you some money because you need it. And some people, like, they don't deserve that because they don't believe they deserve it themselves. Yeah. And on top of that, too, it's like I've had people from my past that have royally fucked me over just to have them call me a year or two later saying I fucked up. Like, I didn't know back then. I, I made you out to be this fucking terrible fucking person and whatnot. And that's where that one podcast came out of Let Bygones Be Bygones. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. It's, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah. listen, you may have done me dirty, but I'm not going to hold a fucking grudge. Yeah, you know, like, you, like we said in that podcast, like, life's too short. You might, you might have great memories with people and they fuck you over once. Yep. That may require you to be like, all right. We're gone. Yeah. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to talk. But that doesn't mean you wish ill will upon that person. Exactly. Because I found out that like when you when when you wish bad karma on people, you get number, bad karma. To, to number yourself. one, they're gonna get it regardless mm-hmm. if you wish it upon them. But I'm not a real religious person, but it's weird because I always believe things happen for a reason. And when you think negative, whether it's out loud or whether it's in your head. Yep. about somebody else i always find that something bad happens to you like you might get a flat tire you might mm-hmm. get you might lose money out of your wa- your bank account your wallet you shit your freaking card might get stolen or you might get a flat tire yeah. and this that shit happens bro all the time uh, and i believe you know like karma's real yep and you know like like you just said like people do bad things to you and it it is what it is at, at the end of the day you got to realize that that was their choice not yours yeah you know they chose to do that to you you didn't choose to tell them and make them to do that to you so at the end of the day that shows their character not yours and that's what people don't understand either they try to allow themselves to change who they are because look at relationships mm. oh i was in a horrible relationship this person treated me bad this is why i'm like that they did that, not you. You know, like, that doesn't mean, like, you should do that because they did it. It should give you even more reason of why you shouldn't do that. And it's just, like, people's characteristics of what they do to you doesn't ch- shouldn't change who you are. And that's, that, that's a good point right there. It's, and it's the ones who don't understand when you're in, a, like, a relationship like that. They'll sit there and they'll claim up and down that they're listening to you and everything else. But as soon as you go to talk... And try to speak your piece. All of a sudden, you're being cut off. Yeah, that's whether it's you know a, a significant other or just a friendship relationship, whatever. It's they all work the same way. They're all relationships. Yeah, and it's like, dude, people are just. You gotta understand that you're your own person. You know. Yeah, and that's that's they the don't. thing. It's people will uh, people will never know. Yeah, it's like 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 you just said before. How many people do you know that have? you know, done something bad to somebody else and they they never, like, forgive themselves for it. Mm-hmm. And then when they do, they expect you to automatically go back to the way things, to the were. Way things were. And it doesn't work like that because you you got – when stuff, bad things happen to you from other people's decisions, yeah. 90% of the time, it's because, like you said, they don't deal with the trauma and they're acting out in a way that was caused by that trauma. And and that's that's the thing. So most of the times – should be a psychologist. Di- diff- different, <laughs> different aspects of like different past relationships I've had. People say that I weren't, tre- I wasn't treating them right when I didn't have time. Well, I made time to show you that I cared and everything else, and I was treated like shit. So now 
you think it's okay to, you know what, I'm just not going to talk to you. I'm going to go silent on you when you have questions and everything else. Yeah, no, nah, that's the word. Like, that's the problem with our generation, too. Like I said, somebody ghosted them, and they think mm-hmm. that's the proper way. Yet they don't realize, how did you feel when you got ghosted? I'm an adult. Like, if you got a fucking problem, tell, tell me. me. If I if I can't fix it or I don't want to fix it, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. The majority yes. of the time, it's either going to be one of two things. Yeah, you're right, or that's who yeah. I am. Like, deal with it or, or move on. And that's, and that's the biggest thing. That's a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people out there, what I've noticed, who can't hold conversations or do that whole ghosting or silent treatment shit are the ones that don't know how to handle real-life scenarios. They don't know how to handle adult things. Oh, and it shows. Like, so when it comes down to it, I had someone that I hadn't talked to in about two years call me the other day. And... She's sitting there going, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. I really fucked up. I almost, I almost cost you your your career. I almost did all these fucking things because I was fucking immature. I was immature making things up in my own mind and not ready to actually fully commit and be an adult. And you know what I said? I said, you know what? I respect that. I forgave you a long time yeah, ago. It took a little while for you to get over it for yourself yeah. and learn. I'm sitting there going, I... I re- I respect that, and I forgave you a long time ago. Yeah, I'm sending you on. That's why I don't block anyone. I don't like do any like ill intentions to anyone. I don't drag someone's name through the dirt. There's no point for it. It's, what it, it comes it's down to, you. yeah. What it comes down to is, I'm still gonna talk highly of that person. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and badmouth someone because of the time that we spent or what they done to me in the past. Yeah, I you know like. That point right there is a lot because just because someone did something bad to you doesn't mean you should ultimately hate them forever. Like, exactly. and you talked about it before because when when you're when someone does something bad to you, like I said, there's a, well, there's a reason behind it. Yep. You know, whether it be a trauma, whether it just be they're not mentally grown up or whatever, whatever it is. But like, if you allow yourself to hold that grudge on them, that means that person still controls a part of your yep. mind. And if somebody else is controlling a part of your mind, whether you even realize it or not, it could be, you know, that person is controlling your mind when a certain song comes on or a TV show comes on or you order something to eat. There's little triggers like that. You're not being you fully. Yeah. And when you're not being you fully, that's the reason why you can't get ahead in your happiness in your life. And that's the thing. And that's a huge thing, man. Another big aspect of this, too, is you're sitting there from all yeah. the trauma that you've dealt with being young, being a kid, into your teenage years, to your adult life and everything else, you're not accepting certain things. Like, yeah, your home life may suck or something bad happens at your home life. Okay, make a change. Make something different. Yeah, like people think change is so hard, dude. It's really not. Like all you got to do is wake up and do a different action. It's really not that hard because it only takes, what, 21 days to make a habit and 90 days to make a lifestyle. That's not long at all. No. It's really not that all. And all it starts with is a choice. Your choice. And then it also comes down to when you you get that lifestyle change, when you decide to start pushing forward something else. Now people are saying, well, I don't have the money. I don't have the funds to do this. I don't have the funds to do this. I can do push-ups right here, baby. Well, (laughs) you don't have the funds. You don't have this, this, and that. Mm Mm-hmm. What what can you change to make that difference? It's not all about money. It's not all about that. That's what people think. It's and like, that's 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 another thing. Like you're not dealing with some sort of aspect that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. And then on top of that, you look at it. Okay, say you're in a career. You're in a career that you're not getting paid enough. What are you doing to further yourself? 
What are you, what are you doing to go somewhere to get your dream that you want to buy a house, buy a car, have a big-ass yard, whatever? What are you doing for that? Are you getting stuck at this $30,000 a year job that pays you barely anything to yeah, do man. whatever? No, it's like, where where do you draw the line? And then if you have someone real enough to tell you and break it down, because no one has ever done that to you, is break it down by bracket saying, okay, well, you make this much. Wear and tear on your vehicle is this much. Fucking a mortgage rate's this much. If you have student loads, it's this much. Where are you sitting at? And when you have someone give you a reality check like that, it's either... I understand. I, I'm thankful for it because I've had someone give me a reality check like that, and I was thankful for it. I was working three fucking jobs making pennies. The problem is people look at you like, who's, who's this motherfucker think they are? And well, that's the thing. If they, have the, if they actually mean something and they're saying stuff like truthful to you, then you shouldn't even be asking yourself. And if you're asking yourself that question, then maybe the problem is in here. It's mm-hmm. in you. It's in yourself. And that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, I got and that's that, happened a lot. That's happened I got a lot. that reality check on a fucking job site. And they're like, what are you doing? You're working over 100 hours a week, three different fucking jobs. Yeah. And you're barely clearing $45,000 a year. Yeah. And you're, you're sitting there going, yeah, I'm a dumb fuck at this yeah. point. You know, and, and like in my, in my instance, it, it didn't really have to do with the money. You no. know, like uh, we talked about a couple times. I was doing – how long was I doing that job? 10 years on and off, 12 years, and I was miserable. But I was like, yo, I'm just, I got no schedule. Yeah, I'm making money, but it's like, I can't do shit with it. Yep. And the reality check is like, what is going to change with this schedule going forward? Really nothing. So it's either you accept that shit yep. or you move forward and you change something up. And I chose to say, well, fuck this, I'm out. And that's the thing. Like, it wasn't easy because I make way less than I did now than what I did before. But. Like, there's more than just money. Like, it's more than just money. It's about your freedom, your happiness, yep. you, all the other intangibles. They all add up. You got to add it in. You can always make money elsewhere. There's always things to make money. And that's the thing. It could be on OnlyFans. Shit. Fuck it. <laughs> as long as you're living comfortably. But you yeah. also got to realize that live outside your means. There's, there's so yeah. many people out there that are buying $500,000, $600,000 houses that have no idea how they're going to afford to it. Crazy, and they're going man. to buy, you like, know, it's, paycheck to paycheck. Oh, well, I work really hard. Well, it doesn't really matter what, like, I always say this at the gym, and it's irrelevant to jobs, too. It don't matter what the fuck, you, how long you work. Yeah. It matters what you're getting out of that work. Exactly. And that, that, you can work 100, like, I always get people, who used to mess me, I'll work 100 hours every, like, in two weeks, this now I'm like, okay, what, are Why? you Are you making $150,000 a year, 200000 no. And I'm like, well, why are you working that much then? Like, that don't... You, if you're not doing anything to get yourself out of working that many hours, like like personal trainers, I see a lot of personal trainers. I'm like, man, I'm working like 100 hours to get... I'm like, are you getting different certifications so your pace rate is higher? No. no. And I'm like, well, then what do you expect 10 years from now? You're going to be doing the same exact thing for maybe a little bit more money because they're going to raise it because of inflation. Yep. But like, what are you doing to grow yourself going forward. Like, you're allowed to put them hours in. Like, by all means, put 100 hours in. Learn as much as you can. But make sure on the side, you're doing other things that are going to increase your pay going forward doing that. Otherwise, exactly. you're wasting your fucking time, man. It's like... Exactly. I did that shit in Florida, dude. Man, I worked... I couldn't do anything outside unless I switched careers. But it was like, you know, a different situation. But at the same time, you look back at it now, 
I didn't have to do the job I was doing down there because of the people I was down there with brought me in to do that. Yeah. But I complained all the fucking time. Oh, I'm working 100 hours. Like, I'm not getting a pay rate. Dude, I was working. No lie when people say they work 100 hours. I was like, bitch, I worked 100 hours in a week. Yeah. I had stamps for that shit. I was dead. And I wasn't making extra money. And I kept doing it because I was like, ah, well, these are my people. This yeah. Now, fuck that. Like, you don't got to do that shit. And that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, that's what a lot of people don't understand is the old war or... They'll demand a higher rate for a minimum wage job. Okay. Well, now look. Bro, Target's paying $24 an hour right now. Y'all motherfuckers want to work 100 hours in 50 hours a week and make your base pay for five years and not get a raise? By all means, go ahead. Or you can put extra work in while you're doing that. Then you're experienced. And now you have the education behind it. Yep. And you will be making triple what you make. And that's, that's what I would do. I'm that's the saying. thing. Like, There's always other job opportunities out there that you just have to apply yourself for. Yeah, now, granted, in my career, it's a little fucking harder. It's yeah, like if I want to get leave one your, department, yeah. I have to test for another your job site's like else. your job description's different mentally, like all that. Like your that, that doesn't compare. It doesn't compare. But, but yet, the, I yeah. still take ten tests a year. Yeah, because like again, you still have to learn different laws. You still have to learn different procedures, this and that. And you're doing that, and you ain't getting paid more. No. You know, and like the thing is, like I always think about people when. They they talk about their job sucks this and that. I'm like, like <laughs> it always cracks me up because I'm like ninety percent of people, probably more than that. I'm I'm give to the ten percent that don't choose. They just get pushed into it. They choose their job, you know. Yeah. Like they choose their job, okay. And you you let's say you're you're you went to school for four years and now you come out you're you're an accountant and you hate it. Well, you chose to do it, you know, like you chose to do that for college and this and that, but it doesn't mean you have to stay with it. No. There's a million different things for you to do. There's a million different self-employment opportunities for Mm -hmm. you to do that you can use your current experience to do, but you choose not to because you think it's too hard because you've heard stories of other people. Or you've dealt with different situations in your life that you failed at that you couldn't succeed at and you get scared. Like, And then I compare that and I hear them say that and I'm like... You again. You chose to do it, right? And they love mm-hmm. to say cops chose to do their shit. Okay, we all chose to do what we're doing. You know, yeah. I chose to quit my job and do what I do now. So if I make less money, I chose to do that for reasons outside of the money. Yeah. So you got to You got it. Move. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, I chose to do my job. A hundred percent, I chose to do my job. But it was also because it was a calling. I wanted to yeah. help people. Well, the only reason I brought time. that up. The only reason I say that I'm not. I'm not making any fun about oh, you no, guys at all. I'm just saying, like. They love to say cops choose their jobs, but I'm like, you chose to be miserable at working at McDonald's too, motherfucker. Well, like, and that's like that double-edged sword too. So when they say, like, the cops chose that job, okay, well, who chose to go deal drugs? Who chose exactly. to carry it's like, a firearm? What, it, what do you it, think yeah. is going to happen? It's funny because I'm, I'm saying it because it's funny because people will be very quick to say, well, you chose to do that. Yeah. You chose to do yeah. this. And then never take any accountability of the negative situation you're fucking in. Exactly. You're like, well, I didn't choose. To. Yeah, you did. You did. And you could choose to leave too. And that's like, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Like, that's why I say like this injury, it is what it is. I chose to be at that situation. I chose to get in front of those other officers. I chose to go and do what I had to do. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you are accountable with that, which makes your situation to go forward easier for you to deal with whichever direction it goes in and that's what people need to be like man they need to be positive in the situation and just not feel that victim mentality like 
our society right now wants you to play victim mentality. And that's how yeah. you get ahead with shit. But at the end of the day, that's why we got the death rate from suicides mm-hmm. and shit so much higher. Because you guys are not taking accountability with every single action. People only want to take accountability with the good things that happen. Exactly. But not the negative. And that's in sports. That's in fitness. That's in life, business, relationships. Yeah, that's just you the gotta, way people You are. can't just pick and choose. Yeah, that's the way people are. They just they, – they get into that mindset where someone owes them so much. And then, you know, a lot of the things nowadays, too, is... You owe yourself. Someone someone can be making more money than both of us combined, and they treat a, a girl a certain way. Mm-hmm. and But, you know, like, they'll get her, like, 50 fucking roses or something like that. Now, we ha- let's say we have a significant other. They want... They see that on Instagram. They see that on social media and everything oh, else. Yeah, yeah. That's how I want to be treated. Why aren't you getting me flowers? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Maybe because I don't have the fucking money. Well, I see these chicks on Instagram too. Why aren't you treating me like that? Why aren't you looking like that? You know, you got to realize that there's like, if you want to act like that, then we can act like that. But you shouldn't. Exactly. That's why I talked about it last episode where you, too many fucking people live on social media. Mm-hmm. It's a thing called fucking reality. And that's, that's one of the biggest things. And people hate reality checks. The ones that aren't dealing Dude. with their problems properly are the ones that hate a reality check. It's unbelievable. And, and then when they get called out much. on the bullshit, it makes things go 10 times worse where they'll end up yeah, blocking dude. the person who's being truthful to them. They'll end up ghosting the people that are telling them how things are. And it's because they can't accept reality. It's yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's true though. It's true. You know, uh, I brought it up in the last podcast where uh you know, my, my pup passed away this this week, well, last week, and there's so many people like, oh, well, it's so sad. I'm like, listen, I'm sad, but they ain't going to get me to my goals. You know, like, no. my pup was with me forever, but, like, at the end of the day, I still got to do things I got to do to get where I want to go. You know, I can sit here and soak for a week and get a week behind, and we all know if you're a week behind in certain mm-hmm. things, you're more than a week behind, and, and I'm not doing that. And that's, like, the fucked up part because when I told you about my one boy, Axel, yeah. Then, like, a week later is when Cujo started acting phony. Yeah. And it's just like... You know, it, it... It happens. It sucks. It's one of the hardest things about owning an animal that you actually care about. Like, my two older shepherds, they ain't doing hot. I love them yeah, to fucking sucks. death, and I never want to see them in pain. Just like... It sucks, Cujo. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you can, and then you gotta, you gotta keep pushing forward with your life, you know? It, it is what it is. And people just like – some. I'm not just bringing up the pets. Just something bad in general happens yeah. to people and they just stop. They immediately stop and they block it out. And then they turn into these people that three months later they forget that they were even trying to do a bodybuilding show or, or they're trying to even get a raise at work. And then they complain that – why am I fat on the beach? Why, why did this person get a raise before yep. me? I've been here longer. Well, that person didn't – take off the last six months because some bad happened to them exactly i hate to say it guys but like bad like i said bad shit happens to people every single day and you got to figure out a way to move forward positively you're allowed to grieve you're allowed to feel sorry but whatever your real big goals in life you can't ever put them on hold exactly and it and it's because it, people like that don't live in reality. Nope. You go on social media you get sympathy people fucking pity you this and that yep. they make you feel coddled like Look at look at these motherfucking people in Ukraine right now. They got former boxers. They're out there going. To, they're putting on arms they're, and shit. Yeah. You got the civilians. These kids that are like fifteen years old going into the army. I don't know a single American person that I know that would be like that because they're so fucking coddled. That you go to these other foreign countries, even Russia, and you feel 
that you're bad, that your dog died and you want to cry for a week, they'll fucking shoot your damn yeah. leg and say, cry about this. Get back to fucking work. Keep moving. And, and like, that's the thing. you're so coddled here because people don't accept the reality. Shit keeps moving. <laughs> and you got to, if you don't hold yourself accountable with what you have in your life, you're never going to move forward. You're never going to have a positive relationship. You're never going to have none of that shit. Again. And that's, that's the problem. And it's, all about when you're in like different relationships and everything else, you have to know where to give a little. You have to be able to give a little. You take a little, you give a little. It that's how things work. You're not always yeah, going to see eye to eye. You're not always going to be like, well, this is the way things have to get done. Because in reality, people come from two walks of life. Bob and I, even though we get along really well, we come from two different uh, types of lifestyles. But that's what makes it unique. That's what makes people who they are. Like, if everybody came through the same life and everybody always had to have the same thoughts yeah. and the same process, that'd be called liberal. We don't want that. And that's, that, <laughs> like, that's the biggest thing is, like, Bob's had injuries way worse than I've had with no ACLs. <laughs> I got lawyer, guys. <laughs> so, so fucking bothers me. The only thing I got, yeah, I got nerve damage. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad, but. Probably worse than my shit. I don't have to. I didn't have to relearn how to fucking walk and bend my knees. I had to learn how to fucking write. And well, that's because you punched the door. I, I, I'll say out of this, like out of all my injuries that I've had, like the worst injury I've ever had was I had neck spasms, and I had a crank in my neck. Like, Do you remember that? I remember that. I but- think we were in eighth or ninth grade, and I. So for all those people out there that get neck injuries. You turn and turn your head. I remember that. I'm like stuck like this. Yeah, I remember that. Yo, look. And I'm like, oh, that was bad. Uh, after that, like, my first ACL injury was really fucking bad. Like, that was, yeah. I blew every ligament in my knee. And, uh, you know, after after I actually got the surgery, which was like a year later, you know, it took about a week where, like, you have no choice but to be in pain and you can't do shit. Like, you can't, you can't get up and go to work for night. You can't do nothing. But after that, my ultimate goal was like, all right, they gave me 12, they told me 10 months, all right, we're going to make it eight. Yep. You know, we're going to do everything as little, little bit more than what they say to make it a little bit quicker. Yeah. And when you do that, it came around quicker. Because I know people that have had ACL surgeries where they didn't come back for, for a year and a half. Yeah, fuck that. Where I was like, all right, I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be laying on my back here for – I think it took me about a month and a half to actually be able to walk without crutches, which is very good. But I could not walk fast. But I was like, I'm going to get my muscles moving to get it, to, to be able to walk, where people took you know six months sometimes. Yeah. And it was my point of that is like bad things happen and like there's some circumstance where you can't do it. But if you try to just do a little bit more, yeah, then like that's recommend not too much because you don't want to put too much pressure on some of the things you're doing. But in your life, guys, if you do a little bit extra work, that one percent extra in your rehab, in your life, in your relationship commitment, whatever it is, one mm-hmm. percent better every single day. Yeah, you're gonna be that much better, and, that's, and that's it goes a long crazy way. That's it goes a long way. Massive difference. Yeah, and and that one percent that I'm speaking about is that one percent that you're looking at yourself in the mirror and holding yourself accountable to every single thing that you did, action whether it's good or bad, and that that one percent 
is better because a lot of people don't do that 1%. They don't look at themselves in the mirror and say, man, why is this person mad at me? Oh, they're just a fucking bitch. And they don't look at themselves in the mirror and say, well, all right, maybe I shouldn't have said that word or I shouldn't have. And that's the thing. But you know, they don't look also, at that. also, that other person has to look into things as well. Like, okay, they're right on certain aspects and I need to voice my opinions on other aspects. But also, there has to be a common ground. There has to be a common understanding of what's yeah. going on. A lot of people have to understand that. Like you just said, they have to switch the perspective in which they have as well. Yeah. Which is harder said than done. For example, I got, I got a couple people that I know that are always late. Always late, you know. And I get it. Like, sometimes you're going to be late. Like, me and you, we're always pretty much prompt. We're always die yeah. early. But sometimes we're late. Mm-hmm. And I, I try not to say, uh, sorry, I'm late. Nope. Because now I just sound like an asshole. I say, thank you for waiting. Yeah. You know, and, and that that little word to. change right there is a different perspective, and it changes the vibe between yep. the two. Because if you say sorry, I'm late. It's like, bro, no, you're not. No. Like now you just lied to me. You're late. You're an asshole. But if you say, hey, thanks for waiting, you're like, my response would be, you're fucking lucky. And then we're done because I don't care anymore. I don't care. Uh, I don't care about I, it in general. But at the same yeah. time, those little like word changes they go it a make, long way with a lot of people's a big mindsets. Fucking difference. Yeah, and. You know, just like back to the beginning, it's like there are a lot of people that don't understand those little changes mean a lot because they've never dealt with the bad things in their lives and they've never said those type of things to themselves. Yeah. You know, if you guys like I get I get laughed at a lot for this sometimes because 75 hard. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, why do you not drink for 75 days or why do you not eat? Well, I said this to Tyler the other day. I said, let me tell you this. You want to know the reason why I'm not so upset about my pup passing away? You want to know why I'm not upset about this or that? Because I am. But I realize the fact that there are things that I have to do to move forward. And what 75 Hard taught me is that you need to find positive coping methods, Mm -hmm. which people don't do. No, they go right to alcohol. It's the biggest thing. And I I, I honestly say, like, if you guys are dealing with some problems and you can't – for. You can't commit to something that you change. Go out there. Dominate your fucking life for 75 days. Do 75 hard, which go figure it out. Go look it up on the internet. I'm not breaking it down. (laughs) Do 75 hard, and I promise you, your mentality will change, and you will never, ever again not hold yourself accountable for being a dickhead or for being successful at whatever you do. You're going to be accountable on all ends. True. Because it's it's game changer, and... You know, I mean, it's true because we all know, like, we're all not, we're not perfect. No. You know, we've all, like, we talked about before when, you know, my dad passed away when I was living in Florida and stuff like that. I wasn't too accountable with some of my actions. I always blamed other people for things. I might have occasionally took credit for some of the downfalls, but the majority of the time it wasn't. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, we all go through that shit. But at the same time, when you get to a certain age, you get to a certain level of life, you got to. Cut that bullshit out and continue on. Continue on, yeah. You know that's how it is. Exactly how it is. You know. Um, and last thing I do want to say is that uh, if you are one of them people that continually puts your drama on somebody else because you're unwilling to deal with your faults, just know this: I've seen a lot of people that have been like that, and you become the outcast in all situations. And you don't want to be like that. So if you want to actually have proper relationships growing up, you want to have 
good good uh, job etiquette. You want to improve your your life in all areas, fitness, life, business. If you don't take accountability and hold yourself accountable before putting it on other people, well, you better get a mirror because you're going to be the only one that actually deals with your shit. And that's the thing. A pretty face and a pretty body wears off, so. Yeah, no, I learned that lesson. <laughs> uh, that's, all, that's all I really got to say about it. Like, your mindset is what attracts people. Your mindset and being able to, way to cope with things, be able to communicate and everything else. Yeah. Now, you don't have to communicate about everything. Like, there's certain aspects yeah. of my career and things like that that I, I don't know how to put the words. There's different aspects of jobs that I've been on that I don't know how to put the words. But it also comes down to the aspect of don't pry for that person. Don't try to get them to talk about it because they don't even fully understand what's going on. But realize that in certain situations like that, all you got to do is tell them that you're there. That if you ever want to talk, you're there. Yeah. And you know, that, that lifts a huge, like, a huge fucking weight off their shoulders because now it's like, okay, well, you're not pressuring me to do this thing. So now I can actually think and calmly think of ways to explain and not make it sound like I'm targeting you or something like that. And that's where an understanding has to come across. Now with the understandings, different people understand things different ways. So don't be afraid to ask questions, but also don't be that person to be a dick coming back with responses either now there was one saying i remember being told a long time ago was every joke is a every joke that someone says about you is something that they're trying to confess and i mean it's it's a valid point like bob and i will call each other dickheads all the time or we'll we'll call each other out on something but i'm a dickhead from the hours of 5 a.m to about 9 30 so, but it's like, but you get where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, people, no, I know people will say like, there's always some sort of facts behind every just kidding or every little joke that's said. And if that's the aspect of it, well, guess what? One, you're going to have to get thick skin because if you don't have thick skin, everything's going to bother you and you're going to be playing the victim. Yep. And uh, listen, I do little jokes to actually say meaningful things to my friends. Uh, yeah, he does. And, yeah, and he also calls me an asshole. But that, that's not a joke. That's just that's just the language. But I'll you know like I'll say a comment about somebody, you know their work ethic, yeah. or something like that. And then that day, like, it's like damn, I right. he was joking. I'm like you but know what I mean? I'm joking, reality, but at the same time, fire under that person. Yeah, at the same time, I'm trying to give you a little kick in the ass. And that's those like those little things like that. There's an understanding between different groups of people. So with that being said. Don't play the victim. If you don't understand something, ask about it. But make sure you have that time to sit down with the people that you think are not understanding you. Don't fucking just cut them out of your life. Sit down and have a conversation. And actually listen. Don't cut each other off. Actually listen. Yeah. And make valid points. Because if you're the first person to cut someone off, you're the one playing the victim. You're the one not knowing how to have an adult conversation. That's all that it comes down to. <laughs> you know, you made me think of something there. And when people block people mm-hmm. on social media, I've had a couple of people block me in my life, and well, I don't really care. I'm not going to block you. Sometimes I might just delete you on Facebook, yeah. but I'd rather just delete you then. I'm not going to block you. I, 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 
it'll take a while. It's a lot of fucked up things for you to do to make me delete you, but I won't block you. But I always find that the people that blocked me, every single one of them came back and they asked if I was ready to apologize. And I was like, you blocked me yeah. and I have to apologize for you blocking me. I'm like, how about no? And I, sure, sorry for whatever I did that I already apologized for that you blocked nope. me for. I'm not, yeah. I'm not even, even going to do that because you know what? The ones that have blocked me have always tried to come back into my life. Oh, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. They it's have like, always tried to come back in. And recently, I think some of them are actually beginning to grow up because I've had contact with three or four people in the past week now that have contacted me saying, I fucked up. Yeah. And you know what? It's like half of them, there was one from like fucking middle school. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, one thing is like majority of people don't really change, you know, and... And that's the thing, like, I'm not, I'm not going to block you from being able to call me or text me or anything like that, because that's just who I am. Now, could that be toxic to me? Is that a bad trait? Probably is a bad trait of mine. But you know what? I'm also here to be that lifeline for someone else, because a lot of people will cut someone out, block them, not be able to have contact with someone. And you know what? You could have been able to save their life. And that's how I see it as. Yeah, I'm with you there. You know, I, I, I believe that there's a lot of times that we need to cut the axe and get people out of your life. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean, like, you got to block them on everything. Because you never know. And you that's the know. biggest thing. What happens if you block them and now you need them for something? Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean something serious. Not just like, oh, I need tickets to the Sixers game. Yeah, and then it, comes, serious. it comes down to the aspect of this. How many people check up on our military? How many people check up on our first responders? Who has the highest suicide rates? Our military. Our veterans. What's going on there? Why, why is no one else... Why is no one holding themselves accountable for checking up on their friends who are in the military? Or their friends who are in shitty situations in the first responder field? Or just in shitty situations in their fucking lives, in their home lives? Why is no one checking up on them? I've had multiple people contact me saying different things about their home lives. I have multiple military buddies and everything else. I shoot them a message every once in a while and make sure they're all right. And you know what? It's the small things that matter because at the end of the day, it could save their lives. There is a thing that goes around. Valhalla 22. 22 push-ups a day. And that's for the military because they say 22 people kill themselves. For veterans a day. So. Let that sink in. Yeah, That's just yeah. veterans. People that fought for our freedom. Fought for us to be able to do this. Fought for us to be able to be outside. We're letting them down. Yeah. That's true. You know. So if you guys ever think your life's really that bad. The likelihood of it actually being that bad. Is not very high. You know. Uh, just being in America alone. It exactly. makes it higher because, you know, I've seen these videos of Ukraine and all the kids, you know, blowing up bombs next door. Just think, you don't got to walk outside of that, you know, so you're lucky enough to have that. And, you know, those, like you said, those little things matter. It does. Those little things matter. And when you start taking account those things, you're going to start cherishing your real life that much more. Not your social media life, your real life. So start taking accountability of that. Start taking accountability of yourself. Start taking accountability of the people that you allow to talk to you and have thoughts that go into your head from them because it's big.
It's going to help you become a better person in all areas of your life, you know? So that's why, like, I'm really, like, I only talk to a certain amount of people every day now. That doesn't mean I won't talk to people. It doesn't mean I'm not here for people. Because, you know, we still have these big events with our friends where I see the people. But I don't, I don't talk to them every day. But when something happens, you know, we're there. We're all there. Uh, You know, I only talk to, I think, maybe four or five people every day. That's it. And uh, that's fine. You don't have to talk. I used to always think, oh, well, I need to talk to a thousand people every day, have conversations with them. Nope. I'm not 20 year no more. It don't matter. Nope. I think I talked to, yeah, I might only talked to about five people. And three of them were family. Yeah, the majority of them, you know, I'm not saying every day. Like me and you, you we don't talk every day. I might send you a Snapchat here and there, but we don't talk, talk every day. You know? Oh, come on, man. We got a streak going. What are you talking about? Yeah, a little Snapchat thing. <laughs> I've seen that. Nah. But I send you a Snapchat every day or whatever, but we don't actually have a conversation every day. And that's the thing. Like, those little things like that is enough to keep someone going. Yeah. That's, like, that little bullshit. It, it's... But it's one of those things, like, I don't have snap streaks with fucking a million fucking people or something like that. I think I have three right now. Yeah, I remember when they first came out and people were like, oh my god. Yeah, people are like obsessed with them. Like, so. like yo, like I'm having a shitty day and like I don't feel like snapping somebody. Like, I don't like need to, you want me to just know, snap you? At the, at the end of it, all said and done, I'm, I'm not butthurt when someone fucking ends a snap streak. Yo, I'm mad. If I have a snap streak with you and you end it, nah, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm not mad. There's been different times where Bob and I would have like fucking 40 some days straight and then all of a sudden it's just it's done. Like I don't snap you just to be like, oh, hey, I, no. I, I'll just snap some bullshit. Like look at this motherfucking yeah. thing. Like, I look at this goddamn car it, I got to do today. It'll go like a week and then all of a sudden it starts back up again and then it gets to like 40 days again and it fucking yeah, disappears. Like, like, like I said in the beginning, you know, at the end of the day, like that's social media and then Likely, that day that I didn't snap you, we'd probably texting each other. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, whatever, So dude, I was just like, either fuck. we're blowing each other up on fucking text messages or fucking on Instagram. And then every once in a while, we'll get a Facebook fucking shit going. But it's whatever we had open at the time that we're having our fucking conversations through is what we're having our conversations through. That's it. Yeah, you know, it's... It is what... Living reality. I said it last exactly. episode. It's like... We all have our own realities that we have to live in, but we have to understand what that is. Yeah. And the majority of us don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were trying to talk about this whole podcast episode, that you have to figure out your reality, not my reality that you want to make yours. Exactly. And it don't work like that. You got to figure out your reality, make your reality the best it could be for you. And that's the biggest thing, guys. That's it. Other than that, man, I don't got anything else to say. I'm no. glad we did a full episode. It's been a while, but we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Yeah, guys, just like anything else, with everything that's going on in today's world, don't play victim. Have conversations. Don't lose fucking lifelines out there. And also, the biggest thing is check up on the military guys. Check up on the ones that have fought in wars. Check up on the people that you know have a terrible home life. Because when it comes down to it, you might be their fucking lifeline. You might be the person keeping them from stepping over that edge. And like always, guys, reach out. If you need help with anything, reach out to us. We're here. Absolutely. Like you said, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back. And we'll catch you guys later. Peace out.